Hello there, everyone. Stu here. It's been a while. Yeah, a while with no new, a bit weird, but fair enough, I guess, episodes. Well, I'm trying to fix that. Season 3 is coming. And when I say coming, I mean I've started. Um, I'm trying to wrangle some guests. So hopefully sometime in the next couple of months, there'll be a brand new season of this show ready for you. Oh, isn't that a nice tingly feeling? If you're interested in getting involved, you can always send a weird story through to me. That's option one. Or you can get in contact and stick your hand up to be a guest. If you feel that you've got a bit of uh, energy and pizzazz on the microphone, you can could possibly be a guest. Who knows? <laughs> but they've got to be good, weird stories. You can't just come on and say, oh, yeah, my my brother Mike has a bit of a, like, weird skin tag near his eyelid. Like, it's got to be something we can run with a little bit, and you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's got to be something we can have a bit of a chat about. So, yes, season three, on its way. On its way. I don't have a date, but we'll see. But while you're waiting for that, I thought I'd throw together some uh, bits that I thought were quite amusing from Season 2. Okay? Season 2. So here's the best bits of Season 2. Look, are you planning on going to Poland at any point? No, but I have been. All right. Is it possible I broke this law? Did you wear a Winnie the Pooh shirt at any point during your trip to Poland? No, but, like, it's possible that someone I know could... Like, you know, that's not that far out of the realm of possibility, right? Is that the sort of gear your people you know wear, usually? It kind of gives off the impression I hang around with children. Um, I don't. All right. Well, the point is that Winnie the Pooh... Yeah. ...is actually banned in Poland... Because he doesn't want your pants. Ah, yeah. Yeah, fair. So, uh, yeah, you you can't get caught with any Winnie the Pooh stuff. You've got Winnie Pooh on your shirt. If you have a little a, a little kind of cute backpack with Winnie the Pooh on yeah. it, which I can imagine you yeah, potentially. having. So Poland have issued a ban on Winnie the Pooh around playgrounds and schools. <laughs> well, fair. Finding that. But is it, though? Is it is it a worry? No, but the pantsless bear is it taken out of context. A pantsless bear is... Well, no, more a shirted bear is scary than pantsless bear. Okay, but does that mean Donald Duck is banned in Poland because he doesn't wear pants? Look, it's that. And he's a fruity sailor. Yeah. Yeah, but he's different to Pluto, right, who is also a dog in that universe, but one is like amorphic, one is like a human, and one is like a dog. Mm. What's What's going on there? I don't know. It must be magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. Magic sure. of Disney. Um, Does Mickey Mouse wear pants? Um, have you guys heard of Robert Green Elliott? Uh, he was a uh, a quiet family man and devout Methodist oh, with an electrical huh? contracting business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the side, he earned his reputation as the agent of death. Have you heard of the agent of death? Mm-hmm. No. Well, he served as a freelance executioner. Okay. For okay. six different states, 
Uh, and he threw the switch on 387 men and women during his 13-year career, earning 150 bucks a head. Oh, so he was just touring around. Exactly. He was a touring <laughs> executionist. Okay. So whenever, yeah, so it sounds like a rostered kind of thing where maybe each state did their executions on a different day. Yes. So and he could just drive, drive from state to state on different day, days of the work week. Exactly. But in, uh, in January 1927... They rostered wrong, mm? and he actually had to execute six inmates in two different states all on the same day. Oh my god, that is a nightmare! Oh, poor guy. I know. Well, how? So my question is, you've got to watch that right? expenses. Like, you did you well, keep all these petrol receipts? Is that what you're worried about? That's right, and I'm sure. Like, I mean, electricity was obviously a hell of a lot cheaper back then. But is is he in charge of paying for that moment's electricity? Because there's a lot of, you know, there's quite a lot of power going through the, uh, the system at that stage. I don't know if the state requires the executioner to chip in for the <laughs> bring his own electricity. BYO electricity. BYO generator. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, it can't be state-run electricity, so. That's right. Well, yeah. We're, yeah, we're running on fumes here. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, crap, sorry, I forgot to charge it overnight. Oh, just yeah, just no. wait about 40 minutes, I reckon, 40 yeah. minutes. Can we just beat him to death? No. <laughs> Can I just beat him to death with this battery? <laughs> it's AAA. We'll be here all night. <laughs> just back in here, like, driving his car up to the windows and quit. jumper leads in there. Put your tongue on this nine bump. <laughs> in regards to weird things... Uh, that's not oh, wait, weird. Wait, sorry, sorry, that's not weird having your, your job well, that, no, that's, state that's to weird, state killing every, some people every day. Yeah, but I don't really have much else more on him. I was pretty much just a little bit of a factoid about uh, about Robert Green Elliott. But that would, look, I, I feel like that would, surely that messes with your head. Like it, it would have to. What, 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 what does he mean, killing people or having to drive state to state to do it? What do you oh, mean? Driving state, I think the drive. <laughs> Drive would be. Did you listen to podcasts? What do you kind of? Well, yeah. how do you well, it was 1927. <laughs> yeah, had to listen to gramophone podcasts. Yeah. Gray is the second leading consumer of spam. Oh, absolutely yes. So everyone knows what yeah. spam is. I hope it's you know the incredibly processed, incredibly salty ham-like substance. Um, like luncheon meat. Yeah, it was uh, introduced. Into Korea during World War II, the Koreans saw spam as a delicacy now, and it's a popular gift for the Lunar New Year to 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 drop a little tin of spam at, on someone's doorstep. So there you oh, go. You're almost then, right. Oh no! You almost got it. Okay, through a window. <laughs> no, they give a whole gift set of spam. Hang on, what's a gift but- set of spam? <laughs> like, um, a, like a like a basket of different like it's, it's a of... box of maybe twelve cans of spam and two <laughs> bottles of of canola oil for you to fry oh. it with. Oh, right. <laughs> no HP sauce. Oh no, sadly not. Mm. <laughs> you can tell when it's coming up to New Year. So this isn't just something that was kind of after the war. This is something still going strong today, you're telling me. Well, yeah, I think it, it became a thing during the war because the American soldiers would like, like we have something over here called a gundu, gunde jige, which is like 
army soup and mm. all the crap that the American soldiers wouldn't eat would get tossed out and the starving Korean people would gather it up and try to make some kind of soup with it. Right. So there would be spam and some noodles and just whatever leftovers the Americans didn't want. And mm. then since that like spam became a commodity, it was, yeah, mm. it was a big thing. So it's very, very normal. To get. I've, I've received so many spam gift sets, I can't count. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Cop, Have 12 cop, 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 this, <laughs> cop this processed shit. <laughs> Let's start with a weird law because that's how we do's. In Massachusetts, it is illegal to have sex with a rodeo clown in the presence of a horse. So, so I don't know. Let's Let's assume it's for the horse's sake. Yeah. Let's start from that point. You know, you want to, you know, a pure little horsey doesn't want to have to see a, a rodeo clown uh, getting busy. Is do you think that could be it? Well, what's your first reaction to that in terms of who who it's meant to be helping? Oh, it's casual passerby. It's 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 <laughs> definitely pro horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, but- is it pro horse? Is or is it a horse that has like a clown fetish, and its owner was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I, I can't make this horse stop sticking its head in Mr. Ed's style. Now there's a reference, <laughs> and uh, trying to check out these clowns having sex. So maybe we can make a law about it. The case the of way. the curious horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's one of those things where I um. What I do is I, I find this law, I then search the terms and I check maybe the first half dozen things that come up and if none of them say that it's a stupid myth or that it was, you know, from 100 years ago and instantly repealed or anything, then I run with it. Fair. Mm-hmm. What I can tell you is that through looking through those half dozen websites, I found no further in clarifying information of any kind. So no... Reason yeah, why I, it was brought into existence, you know, nothing. Any thoughts I mean, on expansion, like out to maybe like ten to twelve different um, now listings? Well, well, does it imply that you know the bull at a rodeo is quite find a copper knife or? Yeah, but not the horse. But not the horses. Don't want to spook the horse. Mm. Well, you definitely don't want to spook the horse. <laughs> is Boston famous for its rodeos <laughs> or its clowns? <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly a rodeo town, I wouldn't imagine. Hotbed. Massachusetts. Well, well, then maybe that's how people are keeping the rodeos out. I guess so. Have a law. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want rodeos in here. They're classless. They're, there was uh, a spate. There was a spate yokels. of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, maybe that's the problem. Now they've gone underground. And now they're, oh. now they're like sort of fight club style in the basement somewhere. What are they doing dragging oh, a horse down there? That's can't find any information on the internet about it. You can't get a horse upstairs. Yeah, that's they're dra- the what are they doing? They're dragging horses down there, <laughs> then finding out they can't take them back out. There's just basements full of horses all through Massachusetts. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I'm positing, yes. I don't know. I, you can, I'm 
quite happy for someone to prove me wrong yeah. on that idea, but that's that's where where I've gone to with my investigation. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. I'd be quite happy for someone to prove you right. <laughs> well, that, well, that's how they kind of, instead of asking a real estate agent when you're looking for a house how old the house is, you didn't gauge the age by how many horses is. <laughs> horse skeletons are in the basement. In the basement, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they measure the size, like the actual width of the room is, <laughs> is in hands. Yeah, it's like hands. hands. Yeah. Well, now it's in, now it's just in dead horses, so it's like continuation. <laughs> you measure the horse with the hands, and then the, how many horses fit in your basement? It's a tw- it's a twelve horser. Oh, it's a tw- <laughs> twelve horser. <laughs> You told me it was a 12 horses. You didn't. Oh, they're using one of those fish eye lenses. I got eight eight horses and a donkey in there. And (laughs) this is another story of survival that I thought I'd bring you. Please. And the main part I enjoy about this story is the fact that the guy's name is Fourth Man Murph. Get out. Fourth Man Murph? Fourth Man Murph. That's one of my favorite names ever now. Yeah. Fourth Man Murph. Yeah. Is it his birth name, do you think? I guess so. Who changes their name to Fourth Man Murph? Is it with a number? No, uh, F-O-R-T-H, so I guess go forth. Yeah, Fourth Man. Fourth Man Murph. Yep. So, like um, an odd Irish rapper. Here's his story. He, he was a lumberjack. Yeah, right? Sure, good. Do you think that's a good lumberjack name? Fourth Man Murph? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great one. He was born with flannel on. So in 1984, at the age of 74, he's still working hard as a lumberjack at this age, right? Wait one sec, sorry. Just I, I want to hear about this, but is flannel and flannelette the same thing? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> at the age of 74, he, he suffered an accident that was almost impossible to survive. He was out trimming trees with his uh, chainsaw, right? Yes. When a branch fell and knocked him out throwing him into a ditch. So the fall broke his leg. So he's in a ditch, broken leg, knocked out. Right? Okay. When he regained consciousness, he found that his still running chainsaw was cutting through his neck. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So he stood up. Uh, How slowly was it? It must have been very slowly cutting through his neck. Or it was an incredibly short bit of unconsciousness, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he stood up. Like, positioned his head so blood wasn't running down his windpipe, so he had the fourth man sight to do that. Yeah, hey? it's good, it's good, it's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, fourth man Murph. Uh, so do you think that means he was leaning to the side of the cut so it would drain onto the floor? Yeah. Yeah, they needed to explain that better, didn't they, in this I don't know. copy? Maybe they... <laughs> I just don't know which way he's leaning. Uh, but either way, good for him. He worked it out. Yeah. He could probably well, feel I suppose, it. Kind of. I suppose you just lean to the cut side so the blood was dripping out. That's what I was in. thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he drove himself a half mile to his neighbour's house and then they drove to the hospital 17 miles away. So Fuck. Where doctors found that he'd sawn through his windpipe, esophagus and jugular veins, leaving just the spine and some skin holding his head in place. Oh, my. There is a difference, if anyone wanted to know. Flannel and flannelette. Flannel can refer to a wool-based material or a wool-cotton blend, whereas flannelette is usually made from cotton and brushed to create a softer look. Hmm. So why not call it something completely different then? Yeah. Why confuse us? I'm going to move on to the product of the week. Um, 
Um, this one annoyed me, I've got to say. Um, it is the iSleep laptop-powered nap pillow. What? So, this is a, uh, a pillow for those who are too tired to leave the desk for a nap. You uh, hook this pillow on top of your laptop. And so, when you start feeling like you're nodding off, you close your laptop. It's there on top and you can no, sleep no, on top no, of your no, laptop no, at no, your no. desk. No, 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 no. What's this saying? You should be so overworked that you can't leave your desk to have a oh, This just screams out to, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite often guilty of this sort of thing, it screams out to the sort of uh, thing, uh, if you build it, they will come. Um, <laughs> people will Ooh. buy it for quirky reasons. Um, I should imagine there possibly are like some real harrowed, simple, overstressed people that, that, that will buy it to generally sleep at their laptops. But... Um, Really, as a concept, if, stupid. Mm. But as as a piece of marketing, can how many of these would be sold for Office Chris Kringles, for example? Well, exactly. And there you go, marketing for ribbing. Here you are, Nathan. You bludgeon at your desk for most of the time. You may as well make it official. Here's your Chris Kringle present: the sleep pillow. Ah, he. Oh yeah, he would take it like a badge of honor. Yeah, whilst every day flagellating himself half to death with frustration because he got passed over for a promotion, but he'll still <laughs> smile and graciously accept the presence. So he believes he still exists. Okay, um, so I've got this list of cartoon, char- well, comic book characters and their crapocity from the beginning. So we're going to start with number 10. Number 10 is a comic book character called the Red Bee. He appeared in Hit Comics number one. So you know how, like, um, so He-Man had Battle Cat? He sure did. Right? There was that other guy who had that robot dog that could fly. Either way, Red Bee is like a bee-themed superhero who has a trained bee called Michael. <laughs> that, that does his bidding. Yes. <laughs> Had they run out of weed in the writer's room or something when <laughs> well, they came out with that? It's the 1940s. So, oh. Yeah, so he can call his one favourite bee, Michael, to do his bidding or a swarm of bees. Okay. Number two appeared in Secret Origins Volume 2, Number 46. His name pretty much <laughs> explains it all. He's called Arm Fall Off Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bona fide superhero. <laughs> um, now, also... An, <laughs> it's when his leprosy is a superpower. Yeah, uh, he could pull his arm off and kind of hit people with it is usually his go. Or throw it at people and I believe he could recall it and it would like no. zip back to his oh, arm. So it's on like, it's tethered? No, it's not tethered. I think that was a magic recall. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, like, okay. um. He also had a pal on his team who I don't think makes the list but was quite weird called Matter Eater Lad. Matter Eater. Oh, so Matter Eater Lad. Right. Right. Yeah, who could just eat anything. Okay. That was superpower. I quite like wow. that. Uh, number eight, coming in, uh, he had his own comic book. It only lasted, I believe, one comic, and it was called Skate Man. Right. He's a roller skater. That's his superpower, <laughs> is he's on roller skates. 
He kicks people with roller skates. Right. Now, number seven is my favourite looking one. He looks cool as as fuck, but he's not that cool. He's called Razorback. Right. He's a like the big pig movie. Bam. Like a big, big movie. Is it? He's a pig man. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. But here, have a look at Razorback. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So he looks like Bebop from look, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's just wearing a mask. He's not even oh, like... Oh, he's not even a pig. No, he's not a pig. He's just wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. Pig. So he, um, his superpower is, get this, ability to drive any vehicle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he wears a helmet that looks like a pig and his superpower is he can drive any vehicle. I always assumed that there was a certain level of creativity you needed to work in comic books. Uh, like this is... Something I assumed I could never do. Yep, no, you could do it fine and better than <laughs> Razorback. Um, yeah, so, but hang on, does the power also come with the requisite licenses you need? <laughs> nice, nice. That would be a new superhero power: the ability to produce a yeah, license. Produce for licenses for any Where's situation. Where's your C class? <laughs> ah, it's me, Razorback. I got That's a C class license. Yeah. yeah. So what I found is within the world of stupid superheroes. There appears to be name and image or superpower, which is stupid. And our next one definitely falls under the pretty much the guise of all of that. Right. This guy was in Adventure Comics number 342, and that was in 1985, and his name is Color Kid. Oh. Color Kid. And his superpower is? I assume changing colours. He can change anything's colour. Oh, anything's colour. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. How this... Will help. <laughs> so I don't oh. know. It seems okay. more annoying than anything else. Uh, okay, coming in at number five, uh, Marvel Superheroes Volume Number Two, Issue Number Eight. Uh, more, more recent. She's just kind of outright shit. Her name is, that, is. Is that it? Outright shit. Squirrel Girl. Oh, right. Yeah, and she lives in New York but to ha- become the protector of Central Park and its squirrels. Okay, now. Is she? Does she have squirrel qualities, or is she just wearing a squirrel mask? She's got a squirrel tail, it appears. Okay. Other than that, I don't know much about her. All right. Likes nuts, hoards them. I would assume that could go to a different... Or is she some sort of Robin Hood character taking nuts off rich squirrels and giving them to less fortunate squirrels? <laughs> I like that. So yes, thanks again. I will talk to you soon. Follow us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And to go out, here's a little ditty I put together about living in a bit weird world from some of the stories that we told from season two. Bye now. We told you about secret service dudes who need to eat healthier foods. A toast that has a picture of you And laws against Winnie the Pooh Wanting to turn inside bookshops Cats that sound like demons, yeah Living in a bit weird world Comic book characters that are lame And giving birth to rabbits for fame Two sets of DNA in one man And giving gift boxes of spam
watching a rodeo clown fuck but only if you are not a horse yet living in a bit weird world this is an angry chimp podcast <laughs>